Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted Podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plowski, and something's afoot. It's a mousetrap out there, but a spider web where we're put. Should we call Poirot, Columbo, Clouseau, Briscoe, Robichaux, Fletcher? Perhaps a hunky monk, or a party of Hardy, a deadpan Batman, the memoirs of Mars, Mason for Chasen, or just wait for Drew to come through? We can't gloss over Cross or Slam Graham, and let's not get too carefree and spacey and just hire Cagney and Lacey. Before, <laughs> Before it all comes, Craig. Crashing down and we go, let's just say that it's elementary, my dear listeners of the show. And with that lineup, what could go wrong? Joining us today are the usual expected guests on the Nile, including Kevin, he totally did it, Jager. <laughs> that makes me the butler, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, doesn't the butler usually die? No, the butler always does it. It's like the butler did it. I guess. Spo- spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> I didn't say who. Uh, Kimberly, our game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Yes, hello. Hello. And with Stay us today. Stay safe, especially for this one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with us today are some of the show's stars of the play that goes wrong. I realize I didn't write the actual play name in the intro. <laughs> that went wrong. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, so let's welcome friends of the show. Friends, friends of the, the show. show. Mark Evans and Amelia McLean. Hello. Hey. Hello. Welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, hi. So you can uh, follow uh, at B-Way Goes Wrong for all your sweet, sweet wrong information. Um, <laughs> but because we are recording before a show, we are not going to play What Are You Drinking? What Are You Drinking? Water. Nah. <laughs> um, so before, puzzles. Yeah. So before we start anything, I'd love for the two of you to explain exactly what this show is, because I feel like a lot of people see the ads or see it on Today Ticks and things of that nature and don't really have a good grasp of exactly what you guys are doing here at it the theater. It is officially the longest running play on Broadway is what it is. Which <laughs> <laughs> is very exciting. Oh, Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say that it is a, uh, well, it is a group of um, actors who believe that they are professionals <laughs> <laughs> who are putting on a Agatha Christie type play, um, but in attempting to do it 
their very best, it goes terribly wrong. Everything that could go wrong goes wrong. But they try um, so hard. They try so hard because <laughs> they actually had the story, you know, the, the, what we're believing and, and really committing to is that they had a very, very successful dress rehearsal the day before. And so, you know, everything that is going wrong is Wait. such a surprise. <laughs> that piece of backstory <laughs> just <laughs> made the show even better. No, I, no, I see again to see how everyone plays that. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I feel like if people, there's a whole other play that's happening backstage, which is us <laughs> improving together and talking about opening night before we go yes. out there and being angry at each other for not rehearsing enough or for, you know, I mean, it's just, it is very, very silly, but... Sometimes it makes me sad that the audience doesn't get to see that the whole show yeah, 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 yeah. happening backstage. It sounds like a YouTube segment. Well, one of my favorite parts is in the playbill, there are fake advertisements for the theater company yeah. that you are. Mm. I'm just like, the four tenets of acting. What is it like? Listening and acting. <laughs> yes. I, 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 I say that we all have our strengths. Like, I believe that I am a very good gesturer. I'm, oh, I would agree. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's one of my or, strengths. Uh, it's on my resume under special skills. <laughs> Excellent at gesturing. Um, That's yeah. incredible. So, um, basically, this... So, I'm not even seeing the show and I'm giggling I know. to myself in the corner. <laughs> it's so I just. It's so good. This is, Honestly, I don't think I've laughed this hard seen a show on Broadway in my entire life both times I saw it. Oh, that's so oh, absolutely. Like going into it knowing like all the things that are going to go wrong and then seeing it again just yeah. the just pure honesty of the reactions is I so think a lot funny. of people especially friends of mine who had have seen either the original cast or come back a second time to see us in it um just say, I actually preferred it the second time. I had an amazing time the first mm -hmm. time, but it's it's almost overwhelming because there's so much happening. Yeah. The second time you can watch it a bit more relaxed and just really kind well, of... The second time oh, yeah. I felt the anticipation of a kind of knowing what was going to happen, but not remembering exactly when it happens yeah. is very overwhelming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it makes me laugh oh, more because I'm, I'm genuinely nervous. Oh, especially the second act. No spoilers here. But there's a moment <laughs> in the second act where the first time it happened, the first time I saw the show, I like lost my complete and utter breath. <laughs> <laughs> before I started laughing and like almost like choking on myself because like I just couldn't like know whether to like exhale or inhale it was yeah. and the second time seeing that the anticipation of that happening is is just is the best I think that was the hardest thing for me personally with um, <clears throat> with we rehearsed for three weeks and on opening night it was like making sure that for safety's sake we're standing in the right place anticipating what is about to potentially go wrong whilst then acting authentically and responding authentically to it as if we're, you know, it's a surprise. Mm -hmm. um, because mm. the, the, the challenge for us is that, you know, we have to look as if we just, we're getting back on track. Okay, that went wrong, but, you know, everything else is going to go right now. Mm -hmm. um, so that the audience really are with us and they are just as shocked as we are when things are falling apart or people say the wrong things and, you know... I'm not going to say anything else because everything yeah. basically goes <laughs> and we, we try very hard on stage. One of the things that I go back to over and over again, which is the best note I think that anyone has given you, given any of us for this play, is that everything that goes wrong, they truly believe in their heart of hearts that that is the last thing that is going to go wrong. Mm -hmm. That if they get it back on track after that thing, we're going to be golden. Yeah. And Broadway is going to embrace us. <laughs> like they should. Yeah, well, even in the second act, I feel like the audience like starts to calm down a few times mm. like oh that's probably it because the plot's wrapping up yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> the first time I saw it I was like okay good okay they've resolved like, the yep. story <laughs> nothing else can happen and right until the very end it's like it's going wrong yeah right so, up to blackout <laughs> so what what happens when 
the things that are supposed to go wrong don't go wrong? Like from a tech issue? Like what what's that like as both the both the the first actor, the yeah. like you as like real people, the the British um mm-hmm. troop, and then the, you know, the the detective and and the the floor the you know the Florence character like yes. uh, how, what is that like? Well, we say that, that when things go wrong in the play that goes wrong things go right, right. and so yeah. we just do the play at Haversham Manor. Yeah. We just do the murder at <laughs> Haversham Manor, and it, what's interesting about it is that you can feel that the audience is sort of like wait nothing. Wait, why isn't anything funny happening? <laughs> you know, because we're just all committing to doing this very serious murder mystery for yeah. a little longer, um, and so. You know, there's always a moment of us as actors being like, "Oh, that thing's not gonna fall and hit you anymore." It's, it's so, keep going. Doing like a nightmare tech show, it would be like the perfect version of your actual play. Yes. Have yes. you have you yes. done the actual show, Murder we, Havisham Manor? We read through it in rehearsals. We would, you know, reference back to it. It's it's a bit terrible play. <laughs> it all makes sense. The plot is all there and whatever, but when you're committing to it as a straight play, it's a little bit. It's only like twenty pages long. <laughs> Very bad. Yeah, act two is like literally 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect community theater. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. You guys are really, the show is so funny and all of you are so funny in it. Now, uh, who would you say is like a comedic inspiration for you? For us personally or yes, for the for writers? personally. Oh my goodness. Oh, um, I mean. And for your fake actor that is pretending <laughs> to be your character. Yeah, there's so many layers to this. People <laughs> need to be drunk These to understand questions. Well, the thing is, is that they don't think they're funny, right? Like Sandra, it's I think she'd say like Elizabeth Taylor, you right. know? Or you, she just feels yeah. like she doesn't, she, she doesn't think of herself as a comedic actress at all. Yeah. Um, and that's where the comedy in the show comes from. We're not actors being funny, we're not people being silly or anything. The comedy comes from. Us, like the, the audience experiencing the heartache that we have, trying to get things back on track. Mm-hmm. And so for Chris, who I play, so basically I play Chris the director, and in The Murder at Havisham Manor, he plays Inspector Carter. So for Chris, I mean, current, this, you know, current day actors, Ian McKellen, to Patrick Stewart, like, yes. like <laughs> icons, right. like, I'm going to be a Hollywood actor, I, I shouldn't be Gandalf, you know? But, you know, like, for me, like, Monty, any, like, very dry British sense of humour, Faulty Towers, oh, Monty yeah. Python. Faulty yeah. Towers yeah. is the best. Yes, yeah. yes. The Waldorf Salad episode is truly a one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you guys are all the straight man to the set. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. t- the Tony winning yes. set. The Tony winning set. Oh, yes. Yes. We try not to bring that up. Yeah. She has such a big head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I hope she didn't hear me. She yeah. has a lot of layers. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um, well, before we move on, I just want to take a break and I want to send it to a very drunk Brian, Kevin, and Kimberly. Thanks, Brian, Kevin, and Kimberly. We're just gonna do a little bit of what have you seen this week? What have you seen this week? What have you seen this week? Ah, uh, Kevin. Kevin, didn't you see like a million things this week? So um, <laughs> I got to see uh, the New York City Center uh, gala production of Brigadoon that oh. starred uh, Patrick Wilson and Kelly O'Hara and Stephanie J. Block. Never heard of them. A lot of really awesome people. Um, it was choreographed by Christopher Wheeldon. Yeah, and, and the choreography is beautiful. The choreography is beautiful. He did American in Paris, which is which mm. would make like sense because ballet and uh, Robert <laughs> no. Robert Fairchild was in it as well. And oh, he, he was. Yeah. And oh my God, the video of him in the kilt, and every time he jumps, yeah. you can see his thighs. Yeah. 
it was just a really, really beautiful production. I mean, you can't get anything better than Kelly O'Hara and Patrick Wilson singing duets together. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to Madison Stratton, who played Jane, his uh, fiance back home. She is such an incredible talent, and you guys are going to be hearing her name all over the Broadway uh, marquees. What were we going to say? The Broadway Highline? I was about to say the Broadway Skyline, but I don't really know what that is except for the New York Skyline. You can't hear marquees, Kevin. Well, they're going to build marquees that talk just to say this girl's name because like she's Minority Report? Yeah, it's literally going to be like as you walk by, it'll like scan your eyes and be like, Madison Stratton is fantastic. She, she might not even be in that show, but they'll just say it yeah. to you. Check them out, Kevin. Check out Madison Stratton. Well, by the. By the time you oh, hear yeah. this. You, you can't see it. So by the time you hear this, Brigadoon will have vanished come and, into come and gone. Yes. <laughs> but I got to see it for the day that it was here, and it was absolutely beautiful. Cool. So uh, I got to see a lot of really cool stuff, but Kimberly, there's some stuff you're really excited about watching. What is it? Nerd. Brian knows me really well and sent me today a list of 27, 37? I think it was 57. No, I looked through them all. It was 57. 57 made-for-television Christmas specials that are hitting the airwaves (laughs) this Christmas. You can can hear them on the marquees. Um, You can hear them. You know those marquees for television specials? But what I noticed through scrolling through 57 titles of made-for-television Christmas movies, tack the word Christmas onto it, and you've got a title. But I thought we could do... Broadway shows. Uh, yeah, with Broadway shows. Great. A Christmas Christmas. <laughs> oh, wait, what was that? A Christmas Story? <laughs> oh. Uh, Christmas Mia. <laughs> the Lion Christmas. Uh, once on this Christmas. Best little Christmas in Texas. <laughs> Best little whorehouse in Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas from away. Christmas is alive and well and living in Paris. <laughs> Five guys named Christmas. <laughs> You're a good man, Christmas Brown. <laughs> Cat on a hot tinsel Christmas. Oh, that's that's really good. If you have sillier ones, just uh, tweet them at us. Yeah. With hashtag BroadWastedCarol. holiday season, the Broadway Stew crew decided we wanted to do two things. Number one, give something special to our fans of the show. And number two, to give back to an organization near and dear to the theater community's hearts. Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. So guys, we have an announcement. This holiday season, Broadway Stew is proud and overjoyed to the world did to bring you our shaken and stirred twist on Charles Dickens' classic, A Christmas Carol. A new radio play written by our own Kevin Jager called A Broad-Wasted Carol. Channing! Brian, we talked about this. We're just calling it A Broad-Wasted Carol. Channing! I'm sorry, I I really can't help it. It's some sort of a reflex. This three-part radio play features some of Broadway's biggest stars. Part one of A Broad-Wasted Carol. Channing! Brian! Sorry. Part one of A Broad-Wasted Carol. Channing! Airs Tuesday, December 5th, so please listen in, enjoy, and help us support Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. Let's throw it back to our favorite podcast host, Brian, Kevin, and Kimberly. That's us. Back to you. It's like Harry Potter with the time turners and they throw the stuff and it's been them the whole time and I'm Hermione and, hmm. Azkaban spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, which one of us would be Ron? Says Kevin. <laughs> I'm just imagining you puking up slugs. And we're back. 
Thanks so much, Brian, Kevin, and Kimberly. But um, should we play a game, Kimberly? Yes. Great. Oh, yes. Would you like to play a game? Are we going to do this puzzle? We are going to do a very serene sunset boat puzzle. It looks like a Moana puzzle. We're in the wig room on the puzzle table. Yes. So it's perfect. It is amazing. Um, so when I thought to some terrible murder mysteries of my past, mm. and they have some delightful titles. Yes. Mm. So we're going to play a game called um, Murder Mystery or Something I Just Made Up. Yay! Yes. <laughs> so one at a time, I'm just going to tell you the title of a murder mystery and just tell me if it's real or if <laughs> I made it up. Okay. So are we playing as a team or against oh, each other? You're playing cool. against each other. Okay, so great. keep track of your own score. Great. Um, for ones that are real, I do have a brief synopsis. Right, <laughs> right. Even better. I'm looking forward to it. I think you probably picked the two most competitive people in yes. the world <laughs> to play this game. They both just Let's leaned in. Let's do it. Let's start with Amelia. Come on. Okay. Death of a hot sauce salesman. That's made up. That is true. Six males, six females. <laughs> Interior dining room set. It's about 60 minutes long. Spice up your dinner theater with this delectable audience participation murder mystery, complete with clue packets for the audience. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like this that already isn't fair. I know. Yeah. I feel like this already isn't fair. What a really good one. That's like, that's like Gene oh, Wilder yeah, yeah, yeah. rolling at the beginning of Willy Wonka. <laughs> All right, Kevin. What a comparison. Yes. Murder actually. Yes. That is a true statement. Yes. <laughs> it is. Um, let's see. Wuthering Heights meets Downton Abbey meets Love Actually with lots of surprises in store. Is it love actually or is it actually murder? I'm still connecting those three stories. I know. Somehow. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. <laughs> Downton Abbey, Abbey. Yeah. And, love actually. and Love Actually. All right, Brian. A Richard Curtis joint. Um, killing time. You don't have to go to heaven, but you can't stay here. I'm going to say false. Yeah, I made that up. Yes. <laughs> you better write that. Very proud of that. Yeah. That's my roulette experience coming into play. 50-50. Right. Mark. Dinner at 8, dead by 9. Oh, I want to be in it. <laughs> um, I'm going to say true. That is true. You can be in this. It is a deliciously clever comedy mystery. Is Oh. This deliciously clever comedy mystery is written specifically for a dinner theater setting, though it can also be presented traditionally. That's oh, not that's, as good of an insight. I don't want to be in it anymore. Amelia. <laughs> 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 they both yes. lean back there like, nope. No. <laughs> Murder at the Panda Express. <laughs> Please let this be real. <laughs> Did the, did the person who died choke on, like, orange chicken? <laughs> I'm gonna say it's not true. I made that up. Oh, yeah. oh. I'm so disappointed. I, would I was really proud of that pun for yeah. you, though. Thank you. I would see that immersive production at a panda. No, <laughs> yes. I know. Is that interactive? Do, do I pay for my meal, too? Yeah, it's $15 only. <laughs> Ticket and meal. <laughs> All right, Kevin. This episode sponsored by Panda Express. <laughs> okay. Prelude to a death. That sounds real. I made it up. Oh, <laughs> that was a, that, that was real. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. Death of a dead guy. That's true. 
That is true. Yes. Much more a comedy than a mystery. Your audience will die laughing with a variety of silly expressions from the corpse as he reacts to the investigation about his death. They just told us the entire <laughs> show. Why would you go see it? You can just imagine. Oh, I know. Now. Just saying, like, oh, I know the gag now. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Alert. Okay, what's everyone's points? Should this be the last one? Or do you want yeah, to do one I more round? Five. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm two for two. Two for two. Up. If, if Mark goes, then we could have a tie for a win or... All right. To tie. Mm-hmm. Wait, is this me now? Yes. Okay. Inspector Detector and the Precious Treasure. That's true. That is true. (laughs) Filled with a parade of fun-filled characters and hearty action, audience and actors will love helping Inspector Detector put all the pieces together to find a precious treasure. I love, too, that it says it's 45 minutes long, but it has four men and five women in it. They each have three lines. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe three of them are dead. Is this this a murder-off now? A murder-off. Yes, so I'm going to read one title. Okay. And you're each going to wager a guess if it's true or false, okay. and then I'll let you know who wins. Okay. Ready? Illinois Jane and the Pyramid of Peril. True. False. Oh. That is true. Yes! Oh. When a map to a long-lost pyramid is discovered, only the greatest adventure hero of all time can unlock its mysteries. Illinois Jane, cartographer extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I, mean, I got my education. I know. Yeah. Middle school theater. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Illinois Jane? I know. Oh, <laughs> Murder at the Panda Express. What? <laughs> that well, I'd have so to write good. that one first. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I will. What? Yeah, we got this. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, what, um, what are some of your favorite plays that kind of inspire you as actors? Or that, like, the first play that you saw that was like, oh, I want to do this. Or musical. Oh, oh wow. the, the, the first musical I saw, because I trained in musical theater, I was, I mean, I saw Grease when I was really little, but I don't remember that. Fame, the musical, I saw oh. it 13 times. The Whoa. movie? No, the or music, the, the stage musical. Yeah. Um, I saw it when I was 15, I think, um, and just wanted to be in it. Wow. I wanted to play Nick Piazza so I could sing I Want to Make Magic, but I wanted to be in the ensemble understudying Nick so I could do the dancing as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very specific It's a very attainable <laughs> goal as well. No, if someone said, do you want to do fame? I'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Just the dancing. Yeah. Yeah. One man fame. Yeah. 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 Fame or murder at the Panda Express. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. I feel like our options after doing this play are getting very <laughs> 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 I guess. 
<laughs> yeah. You may have to rework your resume after this one. <laughs> Shows up in a panda. Yeah. <laughs> this set is going places, though. Yeah, yeah. I know. This set has so many I'm offers. Really, to it's going on it. tour. I know. Yes. She, she is. She, she's, she's, she tells us constantly she's going on tour. We know. Five weeks in LA. Enjoy. <laughs> She always has a breakdown. Though. I know. Nightmare. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I didn't answer your question, but uh, I mean, to tell you the truth, like I didn't grow up going to a ton of plays. I grew up in Texas, so like I wanted to be an actor after watching lots of soap operas, which is, yes. you know, I think yes. shows in my work in this show. <laughs> and, um, but you know, when I when I started getting old enough to take myself to plays, the first play I remember seeing as an adult yeah. and being like, oh my gosh plays or where it's at was The Grapes of Wrath. Oh, wow. Oh. And I remember seeing The Grapes of Wrath and just thinking, this is extraordinary. This cool. Is, uh, everyone should sit in the theater and see plays like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that was the first play that I saw that I really loved. I don't know if I would want to be in The Grapes yeah. of Wrath for a <laughs> long run. That would but, be like definitely a switch for what you're doing now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's Next more like stop. the life that goes wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A set piece would fall down and you'd just be like, oh, yeah. thank God. Yes. Exactly. Something like funny. I need, I, need to, I need to see a good Dust Bowl play. you have any <laughs> suggestions? <laughs> what do you hope that people walk out of the theater feeling from this show? You know... I've heard so many people in press interviews and that sort of stuff say that they love the theatre because it's an escape from real life. And I think sometimes it can be that, but the majority of the time, most plays and musicals and pieces, have they affect you in one way. You can mm-hmm. either you're happy, sad, you're really confused, they haven't really resolved the ending, like you've really been affected. I think this is probably the most wholesome, really fun escapism from real life that you can have for two hours. You don't need to specifically follow anyone's story or, like, there's no effort involved in watching it. It's good for eight-year-olds through, like, your granny, your granny's mother. Like, everyone is just having a really good laugh for two hours, and you don't really get that at all anymore. Yeah, and I love about it that... You know, there's it seems to be so much that everyone can disagree on at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I really love that for the most part. Yeah. Everyone agrees. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. walks out yeah. and says, Yeah, that's funny. And you you're, huh. it's not often that like people of my generation laugh at the same jokes as people of an older generation. Right. But I definitely As a five year old too. Yeah, like, <laughs> last time we saw it, we were sitting next to like a, a very pleasant group of sixty year olds who thought everything was just as funny as I did as a 30-year-old yeah. man. So. People would, falling down is always funny. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh. Get on the head. People suffering is always funny. Yeah. Schadenfreude is a exactly. real thing. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yes. if, you want, if you want to watch something funny with people falling down, obviously see this, but also watch Slippery Stairs. Oh my God, you sent that to us today. It is a video of this Japanese game show where they literally are head-to-toe in like helmet and knee pads. And they just try to and climb up some slippery, slippery stairs. stairs. And they keep falling down and it's the funniest thing you I've can't ever seen. stop watching. I really can't. I like turned away and like looked back and I was like, oh, it's probably a new round. And I was like, no, those are the same people. How long do they get? Uh, the video is like eight, nine minutes. It's like <laughs> nine minutes these people like edited together. So it's probably like a 25 minute stare excursion. I just want to be in the room That's with a guy pitching that. He's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. We're going to put him in a suit. Oh we're going to have slippery stairs. And then there were the people that were like, yes. yes. But there are judges. It's like it looks so like the funny. audience is judging them. Yes. Like they have like signs. It's incredible. These producers are also producing uh, the Append Express mystery. Yes. <laughs> oh. Great. Oh. Don't question their judgment. Yeah, slippery cool. stairs is the, the opening <laughs> act for for Panda Express. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, 
One last question for you. I'm sure your audience is very unique. Do you have some really good audience stories in terms of like reactions or things of that nature? Um, people really mm. enjoy because Chris, who I play, is very uptight. I've not been typecast in this role at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the audience really enjoys shouting stuff out. Mm-hmm. To him specifically, I think, to really try and like rub him up the wrong way. And sometimes it's really great because it kind of can fuel stuff that I'm doing. But one time, I'm just doing a speech at the top of Act 2 and I come out and address the audience and someone says, this is literally the worst show I've ever seen in my life. No! <laughs> I think I responded, thanks, Dad. <laughs> That's when Chris is the only time that he's vulnerable. He's just saying he's so grateful to see that so many people have showed up for the second act. He's very surprised. Like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, not hopefully the play that goes wrong, but the play that we as characters are putting on. I was like, screw you. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite, though, is that the people that sit in, like, the third row and just make it their job to not laugh. And I always, always, like, see them at the beginning of the play, and I'm like, we will break you. And by the end, I'll look out, and they'll be like... (laughs) Like, yeah. trying so hard not to enjoy it, but yeah. still laughing. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, that actually brings us to the end of our episode. Oh, um, that was a quick one. I know. It was a quick one. Where's the alcohol? I know. <laughs> <laughs> you just listen to the middle part, and you'll... Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Great. I can't wait. Have we a drink after the show for us. Yeah. 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 You guys, we're going to do warm-up on stage. Come on, come on. The stage is clear. We're good to go. Uh, well, thank you so much. We end every episode with a quote. Okay. And today's quote is, Without fire, there can be no flame. Without players, there can be no game. Without Shakespeare, there'd be no to be or not to be. Without him, there can be no me. Where's Sherlock Holmes, the musical. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. My mom in high school did Baker Street, the musical. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Um, but that's by the... What's his name that did... Um, Charlie, the, the Willy Wonka movie. But thank you so much for joining us. You can follow them at B-Way Goes Wrong. Um, you can get tickets um, anywhere. Literally just show up anywhere and yes, someone will give you tickets. A hot dog cart. We're a on hot top dog of cart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of you're, right cart. in front of my office you have one and yeah. I see it every day. And you're I'm just welcome. Like, I should go see that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm going to stay away from that cart. No, um, Today Ticks, Broadway.com, uh, PlayThatGoesWrong.com. Uh, they're going on tour, so if you can't come to New York, you can absolutely see it in your neck of the woods. Ooh, tech for that tour must be rough. I know. Um, <laughs> if you're in London, you can see it there. If you're in, there, it's everywhere. Thanks so much for joining Thank us. You. We really Thank appreciate you. it. Yeah, of course. So tonight. This is like uh, maybe the only show where you shouldn't yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, we <laughs> should <laughs> cheers. But as we end, let's high five. high five. As we end every episode. Okay. We're just hitting hands. High five. Cheers that went wrong. The cheers that went wrong. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another Off-Broadwaisted, where we are checking out all the stuff happening off-Broadway. Uh, so we are here at uh, the play Hot Mess uh, with Max Crumb, Lisa DeVito, and Paul Muller. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Yes. So the first thing we're going to do is, uh, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? <laughs> there it I say I save that for a sound effect. This is so uh, it's uh, this is a very rare imported uh, craft beer. You can't really get it in New York anywhere. You really can't. I uh, know it's, it's a Bud Light. <laughs> I have a Montauk Hot Blonde Ale, the last one from the fridge. Why don't you guys give us just like a little overview? What is Hot Mess? Hot Mess is a romantic comedy about um, these kind of quirky, offbeat. 
people who um, fall in love, and um, but Max, the lead played by Max Crum, <laughs> has to um, divulge a secret, which is that he's bisexual. Comedy ensues. Comedy ensues. And and, um, so he bounces back and forth between um, scenes with Eleanor, the character I play, the love of his life, and um, his best friend, um, Louis. Louis. Davis, Davis. Louis Davis. Daniels. Daniels. Louis Daniels. Louis Davis. I think his name is Louis Davis. Um, I don't know. I'm not in any of those scenes, so that's. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's excited already. I love, I love off broad wasted. Yeah, right? Yeah. My husband is a stand up comedian. Amazing. So as soon as. The comedy stuff started. You probably noticed that I was laughing the hardest. <laughs> yeah. As every inside comedy bit, I was like, true, true. There are open mics and laundromats. That's I right. once had to go to an open mic at a potbelly sandwich shop in Union Square. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thursdays at 8. That's true love right there. Amazing. That's true love. Like to actually sit through true love. The writers on the, on the show are actual... You know, stand-ups. They're, oh, they're you comedians. Are you guys big fans of stand-up? Like, are there people that you guys watch Absolutely. all the time? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Netflix specials and stuff like yeah. that. I love Paula Poundstone. I love Rita Rutner. Mm-hmm. I think, like, their delivery is... I don't know. I'm really into, like, female comedians. Like, Ellen, Sarah Silverman. I love um, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Max oh, yeah. and I bonded over Tiffany Haddish. Yes. Yeah. Who's Her from... Was oh, my God. So good. She was so, so good. She's so love funny. Love and life. In Girls Trip. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, my God. You know? She's really hilarious. like that. One of the things I loved about this show is that it gets uncomfortable, like the way that natural relationships get uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and not just like quirky uncomfortable, but like actually uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, have you, do you guys have any awesome, like uncomfortable stories that you'd be able to share? So, okay. And I mean, I was like really into like, you know, going to the local thrift stop, you know, store and getting like corduroys and like. <laughs> You know, used, used <laughs> shirts. This is already a great story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And, it and starts I was off like, with blue flared well, corduroy so pants. My, I found the best, and I'm very short, uh, 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 for those of you who don't know. And um, She is. I, I'm sitting right next to her. She's very short. <laughs> I'm very short. So, <laughs> so when I find um, a pair of pants that like I don't have to hem, it's oh, a wow. huge deal. It's like, oh. And so I found, like, the coolest pants. They were, like, these light blue cords, and um, I wore them almost every day. Like, (laughs) and, you know, when you wear pants like that, they kind of wear, But this this is not yet, you're not here. Also, with those pants is a bandana (laughs) on her head (laughs) and a long beaded necklace that she made herself at school. So just rocking, like, the pants, the bandana. Because we all wore that in the, like, early, like, listen. Yeah. And and I just, like, I had a big crush on um, this senior. And, like, they would always watch, you know, like, the sophomores, like, do, you know, P.E., whatever. And... I went they would to like, watch you? Did yeah, you? yeah. They would like sit and watch. And I was like, you know, America. Was, that's creepy. That's creepy. <laughs> I know, I know. But Wait, I you was were like, doing PE in your cord? That's yes, weird. That's the other thing. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> you were like playing capture the flag in your cords. Yeah, because I went to. I, shorts like every other girl. I didn't, like, when I was, I don't know, I didn't have to change. And I was like, no. I don't want to change. I'm bad at this anyway. Yeah. You know? These and are, they're perfect. Anyway, I like the ball 
came to me and I bent down to get it oh, no. and I split the whole no. back of my corduroy. No. And underneath I was wearing my tie-dyed undies that I had tie-dyed myself. No. Oh, my <laughs> you tie-dyed your underwear? Yes, I, I'm very crafty sometimes. Oh my God. So, Go through tie-dye faces. Yeah. I had tie-dyed socks. Yeah, tie-dyed I did socks, I did underwear. Because you buy like a pack and like, of the well, jockeys. Anything white. Grab whatever's white. Yes. Like, you get a white <laughs> sweatshirt. Like, go through the enough tie-dye stuff. Because like, we have done. this. Yeah. Just so we re- like, just so we recap, Lucy from Head to Toe is wearing on her head a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, she is wearing, she's wearing a long beaded necklace that she made herself. We're unclear what the shirt is, but I'm guessing it's like a white wife beater-esque sort of thing. I think it was like, you know, one of those like Spaghetti old stri- sports t-shirts. You okay, know? good, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So then blue. Yeah. Like for a gym, but not for your high school. No, yes, no, yes. like not for yeah. my high school, and then like from 10 years blue, ago. Blue, yes. corduroy light flare blue. pants, light blue, underneath are tie-dyed panties. That she made herself. <laughs> she made herself. Like the necklace. Did anyone ask you out after that? No. <laughs> That's so weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I had to wear my friend's sweatshirt around my waist for the rest of the, the day, obviously. But that was also so you're the Yeah, trend, you're the reason like, that probably... No. You, you started that. I don't think so. I think... Oh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. What is, like, something you want people to walk away talking about? My acting skills. <laughs> I think that if people leave saying, like, that Max Crumb's excellent, it'll be good for me. <laughs> that, that's a fair answer. You know? Yeah. I no, no. Uh, I don't <laughs> me too, guys. Yeah, me right? too. You want people to think yeah. Max is good? Want them yeah, to I like want Max. Us. I want everyone to like Max. We all want Max to succeed. To do well, yeah. right? That's and that's... What we're all here for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, if anything, I don't know, I hope they just leave thinking like oh wow interesting that's a conversation I've never really heard before mm-hmm. about yeah. like, male bisexuality sort of in the in the normal zeitgeist of conversation yeah mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. in comedy which is a very straight world right right right. if that if yeah. no one else knows that yeah it is yeah no I think that it like they see you know an interesting like relationship and I think a lot of people can relate to like the like messiness of this couple Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um you know finding the right match for yourself no matter what that entails yeah yeah so in the spirit of it being a romantic comedy we're just gonna go through the group and everybody say what their favorite romantic comedy is okay oh geez don't start with me you start i can't start oh oh, oh, okay (laughs) i can't start start. (laughs) mine would have to be speed <laughs> okay, I mean, it has like, this, like yeah. the excitement, but yeah. there's, there's a Starring lot of Starring Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Any Sandra Bullock movie is wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I agree. Is. I agree. 100%. So, mine is speed. That is really good. All right, I'm ready now. I know, but mine is. Um, <laughs> Mine is Speed 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the boat? Yeah, it's yeah. Speed 2 cruise control. <laughs> That's so funny. Can't argue it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go with When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. You know, it's no, classic. classic. Boring. Oh, shut <laughs> You're supposed um, to have a bus careening out of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, right. What about you? Do you have one? Yeah, you good. Yeah, what's yours? Um, I... Mine is probably while you were sleeping. Oh, I love I that one. Another That's Sandra my second, second favorite. <laughs> my favorite romantic comedy is very embarrassing. Oh, what is it? It is Chasing Liberty, the Mandy Moore vehicle about being the president's daughter. Oh, 
Because I had a very broken heart in college, and I watched it like three times in a row with my roommate, and I was was felt better. Wasn't there a president's daughter one that was with Kate My date with a president's daughter. Amanda Bynes. Oh, Amanda Bynes. No, no, no. Amanda Bynes was. The prince or whatever. He was like, he was in the House of Lords, I believe. So, you guys, you can check out Hot Mess the Play. It is. I think the website is hotmesstheplay.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also on social media, it's hotmesstheplay. Uh, you guys want to just give a quick shout out of what your social media is if people wanted to find you? Sure. Sure. I'm, uh, I am Paul Clifford Molnar. I also own a bar in Brooklyn called Ooh. South. Oh, wow. Where? It's on Fit uh, in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's on Fifth Avenue between 17th and 18th. It's a little neighborhood bar that I own with my wife, Dee. Um, my Twitter is Lucy DeVito, and my Instagram is Lucy Watusi. <laughs> L-U-C-Y-W-A-T-O-O-S-Y. Mine is just my name, at Max Crum, M-A-X-C-R-U-M-M. Awesome. Thanks, so you guys, guys can check them out. Definitely see the show, Hot Mess. It's only an hour long. Yep. It's a great show to get a drink before, yep. watch your commute, the show, your commute is and then the go exactly. get it dinner. Was a hilarious play, great performances, um, really good time, and only an hour in New York City. Where can you find that? Yeah. So definitely check it out, and stay tuned for more Off-Broad Wasted. And until then, bye. 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 Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.